Welcome to TCC Alive, a podcast of Tulare Community Church. Hear now the word of the Lord from the book of Luke, chapter 12, verses 35 to 48. It says this, Be dressed, ready for service, and keep your lamps burning, like servants waiting for their master to return from a wedding banquet, so that when he comes and knocks, they can immediately open the door for him. It will be good for those servants whose master finds them watching when he comes. Truly, I tell you, he will dress himself to serve, will have them recline at the table, and will come and wait on them. It will be good for those servants whose master finds them ready, even if he comes in the middle of the night or toward daybreak. But understand this, if the owner of the house had known at what hour the thief was coming, he would not have let his house be broken into. You also must be ready, because the Son of Man will come at an hour when you do not expect him. Peter asked, Lord, are you telling this parable to us or to everyone? And the Lord answered, Who then is the faithful and wise manager, whom the master puts in charge of his servants to give them their food allowance at the proper time? It will be good for that servant whom the master finds doing so when he returns. Truly, I tell you, he will put him in charge of all his possessions. But suppose the servant says to himself, My master is taking a long time in coming. And he then begins to beat the other servants, both men and women, and to eat and drink and get drunk. The master of that servant will come on a day when he does not expect him, and at an hour he is not aware of. He will cut him to pieces and assign him a place with the unbelievers. A servant who knows the master's will and does not get ready or does not do what the master wants will be beaten with many blows. But the one who does not know, and does things deserving punishment will be beaten with few blows. From everyone who has been given much, much will be demanded. And from the one who has been entrusted with much, much more will be asked. Friends, this is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Hey, the Lord be with you, Tulare Community Church. My name is Ryan. I'm one of the pastors here at TCC. Here, at, here in Tularea, it's a, it's a big, big day. Two campuses at different addresses. We have three services happening this Sunday. God has been faithful, and we trust that he will continue to be, so here we go. It's our last week in the season of Ordinary Time. The church is about to enter into Lent, moving towards Good Friday, and finally Easter. The book of Luke is our guide through it all. Luke for all seasons. And our passage today is made up of three parables of the same theme, all pointing to the same truth. You belong to Christ. If you take nothing else from anything you hear at this church, remember this, you belong to Christ. The way you are clothed, in the way you serve, and in the way you are entrusted, you belong to Christ. I'm going to look at those three things, clothed, serve, Entrusted. Now, my in laws were in town this past week. They were escaping a beautiful Detroit winter. My father in law is a guy who says it how it is. And at one point, he blurts out, When did we agree to start paying to be walking advertisements? He was referring to someone wearing a t shirt with a giant swoosh plastered on the front. Someone bought that cotton t-shirt, the same cotton that any t-shirt is made out of with the Nike logo to signal to the world and to themselves that they're active or athletic or they like sports. 
A hundred years ago? Well, adorning oneself in this way would have been absolute lunacy. Fifty years ago, while the trend was beginning, and now, I dare you to go to the outlet mall right off of the 99 and find something without a logo screaming at you from the front. It's a culture that demands that we define ourselves. In a culture that demands that we define ourselves, how we adorn ourselves, the clothes we wear, are part of the puzzle. How we dress signals to the world who we are and what we're about. And the optimist in me doesn't want to think that it's a bad thing that some small form of self-expression is inherently negative. But the realist in me sees a way that allows us to redefine who we are and what we're about by simply buying a new wardrobe. An escape valve the fashion industry is only too happy to help us live into. And now, these deeply sad truths aside, how we adorn ourselves, the way we are clothed, indicates the tribe, the industry, the subculture that we belong to. And the Bible talks about this a lot. And Jesus mentions it right away in our passage. He starts by saying, be dressed, ready for service. Now, as we read, we realize he's referring to the arrival of the Son of Man. He's referring to himself. Because Jesus, the Son of Man, has already come to earth once. He is referring to the belief of the Christian faith that God not only entered the world entered into the world as Jesus but will also return to the world as Jesus. When he does, Jesus warns you better be wearing the right clothes ready for service. To which we all ask, which clothes are those and can I walk to buy them after I've lunch at Bravo Farms today? It's probably athleisure, right? Lululemon so we can be ready for anything business or casual. But he's not referring to a particular garment at all, is he? Galatians chapter 3, verses 26 and 27 puts it this way. It says, So in Christ Jesus, you are all children of God through faith. For all of you who were baptized into Christ have clothed yourselves with Christ. So if you believe that Jesus is the Son of Man, if you have been baptized into the church, then you are clothed with Christ. And like baptism, just because you can't see it doesn't mean it isn't with you wherever you go. If you believe in Christ, you are clothed in Christ. You do not put on your Christian hat when it suits the moment and take off your Christian hat when it no longer does. If you are clothed in Christ, then you belong to Christ. You are a living, walking advertisement for Christ. And now, does that mean that you have to be a really good person because if you don't, you'll be a bad brand representative? No. It does mean you are adorned the exact same way no matter what circumstance you're in. Some translations of this passage will mention the second watch or the third watch based on the Roman custom of four night shifts of watching over a city's walls. The second watch was from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m., and the third watch was from 2 a.m. to 6 a.m. These are what Jesus is referring to in this passage. Those times are rough. And so Jesus is saying that even when it is most difficult, even when you are in a second or third watch moment of your life, you are clothed with Christ. You belong to Christ, always dressed, ready for the Son of Man to, the, to return. 
It's not something you do sometimes and not others. It is who you are. You are clothed with Christ. You belong to Christ. Now, Jesus begins another parable as our passage continues. This is verses 42 to 46, the middle parable. It says this, Who then is the faithful and wise manager whom the master puts in charge of his servants to give them their food allowance at the proper time? It will be good for that servant whom the master finds doing so when he returns. Truly, I tell you, he will put him in charge of all his possessions. But suppose the servant says to himself, my master is taking a long time in coming. And he then begins to beat the other servants, both men and women, and to eat and drink and get drunk. The master of that servant will come on a day when he does not expect him, and in an hour he is not aware of. He will cut him to pieces and assign him a place with the unbelievers. We might hear this and feel somewhat unsettled, and perhaps we should. When we come to grips with this reality of being clothed with Christ, it forces us to answer this question. I believe that I'm clothed with Christ, but do I serve him? And if not him, then whom? Who is my master? See, maybe you've been in church a long time and you haven't found what you're looking for. You tithe, you pray, you volunteer, you show up on Sunday morning almost every single Sunday, but the benefits you've been told you're going to find haven't come. Where's the perfect selfless spouse? Where's the turnkey home in a quiet, safe neighborhood? Where's the meaning I've been told I will receive if I do everything the pastor says? Where's the healing I've been promised? Where's the peace? I mean, I'm wearing the right clothes, right? And if this rings true to you or to someone you love, if you've come to church because of the benefits you hope it'll provide, then you're not actually clothed with Christ at all. If you come to church because of the things you're hoping you'll get in return, then you don't serve him. He is not your master. There are certainly worse ways to spend your time, but if you're frustrated God hasn't done enough in your life, if you're impatient, because you're not seeing improvements fast enough, then like the servant in this parable, you only do as your master says so that you can benefit. Which means that the master you ultimately serve is you. And God is another tool that is there simply to meet your own needs. But, remember, you belong to Christ, right? Last week, we had a send-off for our East Campus. We're so excited about this. And during both services, a famous line from Abraham Kuyper came to mind as I was praying. Now, quote is this, There is not a square inch in all of creation in which Christ, who is sovereign over all, does not cry, Mine. 
See, if the narrative that it is on your shoulders to define your existence, that you will only feel satisfied when you have acquired the right job, married the right person, bought the right house, that you belong to you, if that narrative has left you exhausted, never quite reaching the mountaintop of happiness that you've been promised, if you're battling demons and you don't have any energy left to fight with, if you are at the end of your rope, Jesus says, come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon me, upon you, and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. My yoke is easy, my burden is light. A fabulous 500-year-old document called the Heidelberg Catechism puts it simply, what is your only comfort in life and in death? Answer, that I am not my own, but belong, body and soul, in life and in death, to my faithful Savior, Jesus Christ. Friend, you are not your own. Christ has laid down his life so that all who believe in him can be freed from this unending cycle of living for ourselves. You no longer have to live for you. You are spoken for, you are known, and you are loved anyway. You belong to something and someone so much greater than yourself. You are not your own. If you believe in Jesus, if you believe that he is the son of man who came to earth to die for the sins of a broken world on the cross, and in his death, sin and death were destroyed, then you are free. And in your freedom, you are clothed with Christ, an adornment that can't be taken off no matter how many awful things you think you've done. Because if you are clothed with Christ, then you belong to Christ full stop. That is the promise of the gospel. Not the house, not the marriage, not the job. Belonging. You belong to Christ. But be warned, it will cost you everything. Verses 47 and 48, Jesus concluding our passage with his final parable. The servant who knows the master's will and does not get ready or does not do what the master wants will be beaten with many blows. But the one who does not know and does things deserving punishment will be beaten with few blows. From everyone who has been given much, much will be demanded. And from the one who has been entrusted with much, much more will be asked. Christ gave his life so you might live, but in return... You no longer live for yourself. You belong to him. You have been entrusted. His desires will become your desires. His goals, your goals. His purposes, your purposes. From everyone who has been given much, much will be demanded. And from the one who has been entrusted with much, much more will be asked. He loves you too much to allow you to continue to live in the endless, empty cycle of living for yourself. He will take you and make you his. And it very well might be the most painful, disorienting thing that you've ever done. But it will also be the best thing you've ever done. As your world realigns with God and his love at the center of it. 
Jesus will say in John 12, anyone who loves their life will lose it, while anyone who hates their life in this world will keep it for eternal life. Whoever serves me must follow me, and where I am, my servant also will be. My Father will honor the one who serves me. Friends, lose your life in him and find the life he meant you to have all along. You are clothed, you are entrusted, and you belong to Christ. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Thanks for listening. If you want to know more about the ministries and mission of Tulare Community Church, visit us at tccalive.org.